0: Church, our compass line. Amen. We want to welcome each and everyone to the compass line. This morning we heard some chimes. At this time, we're going to give you before we get started the opportunity to announce yourself this morning. Amen. And Evangelist, Evangelist Damien and Darnell Turner. Oh, God bless you, man. and woman. God bless you. Amen. So glad. Amen. Glory be to God. Is there anyone else that would like to announce the prayer this morning? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We bless the name of the Lord. Once again, we want to welcome each and every one of you to God's accomplished life. Amen. On the compass side, we just want to do worship and then after we do a little worship song we welcome the Lord in here, we're going to ask Minister Daniel when he come and give us our opening prayer. Hallelujah. Welcome into this well Welcome into this world. And let us show your desire to abide in the praises of your people. Lord, we live our hands. As we lift our hands, as we open up this place unto the morning, Lord, Lord, You have come into this world. Into these broken vessels you desire to abide in the He give us our
1: opening prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, thankful for our night of rest. Heavenly Father, we are thankful, um, Heavenly Father, for another opportunity for a new mercy, another opportunity to praise you, and another opportunity to worship you, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we this morning are. Uh, Asking that you open our minds, our hearts, um, and use the speaker this morning to um, fill us, Heavenly Father, fill us fully with Your Word, fill us with Your Your plan, Your agenda, Heavenly Father. Also, allow Your Holy Spirit to be with us to fill all of the gaps, Heavenly Father. Let us stand in, and let us be Your people your instrumentation to be used this morning, Heavenly Father. Let the word saturate us and point us in your divine direction. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. We want to thank Minister Damien Turner for that wonderful prayer this morning. This morning we're going to give you our vision statement, simple and plain, changing one life at a time by the power of God we're truly all uh, important to God, we're truly all are welcome. Everyone needs to know that they are important to God, amen, and that they're welcome when they come into the house of the Lord, or when they come and join us on our uh, prayer lives. You know, amen, they need to feel important, because the world so many times, they have people, that are nobody, they're not this as that, as I get calls and meet people uh, in the streets as we minister the word of God. But God, is heaven, and that can that can lift somebody's day. That can change their their whole uh, their whole attitude. Just let them know that you love them and that they're important most of all to God. Amen. That's our vision statement. Our conference line is based upon. Uh, first Peter 2 and 9, that will be our scripture for today. Amen. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. That's the New King James Version. Amen. We don't want to be before you, uh, long today, but if, uh, Brother Day, I'm going to say, of course, I uh, will so, but I'm going to ask Brother Damien, uh, uh, Minister Damien, will he give us all the prayer line numbers? That's the reason we're going to, uh, just alter a little bit and, uh, get those, uh, out of the way. Because we want to give our speaker all the time that they need. I want our speaker to know this morning that they do not have to be in a rush and they're not on a time limit to deliver the word of God. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, as I was chatting there, I was just thanking, and I just, I just want a thank you more this morning. So, let's just say, thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we, you, Lord. we just want you, Lord, feel it so good, you've been so good, you've been so good, and we just want to thank you. Oh <laughs>
1: The, of the lives. Amen. 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 All right. Tune in to Jump Start for Jesus with Evangelist Darlene Turner every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time or 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, the number to call is 218-936-6430. Again, 218-936-6430. And the code to enter is two 20- zero zero eight pound two zero zero eight pound. And we're going to resume on january the eighth of twenty eighteen. Also tune in to Crown of Life with myself, Minister Damian Turner. And the number to call is 218-862-1709. 218-862-1709 and the code to enter is 2017pound. Again, 2017pound. That's every Thursday from 8pm Central Standard Time or 9pm Eastern Standard Time. And we'll resume with Crown of Life on January the 11th of 2018. Also tune into Honey Talk Live with evangelist Jada Craig. And that's every Thursday. She has a lunch call from 11.30am um, Central Standard Time or 12.30pm p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and also an evening of empowerment from 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time or 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, the number to call is 218-632-4766. Again, 218-632-4766, and the code to enter is 2016-POUND, 2016 2016-POUND. 2016 also turn to Apostle Deborah Allen from Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And the number to call is 712-432-0075. Again, 712-432-0075. And the access code is 685-465-POUND. six eight five pounds 685 And also tune into Preserving His Presence with Born Again Church, Monday through Friday from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and from 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The number to call is 605-475-2875. Again, 605-475. 475-2875, four seven five two eight seven five and the code to enter is two two three five seven one eight pound. Two two three five seven one eight pound. And that's every Monday through Friday from twelve noon to one PM Eastern Standard Time. Thank you and to God be the glory.
0: Amen, we want to thank you once again, Minister Diamond Turner for doing the analysis for us of the different prayer lines, Amen. We bless you. But that we hear some chimes on the line, and if there's anyone on the line who would like to announce themselves at this time, you may, Amen. 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 If not, Amen. We give God glory. I want you to to come with a spirit of expectation today. We want you to get in the mindset to receive from the Lord today. Amen. Glory be to God. Uh We're going to sing a chorus of a song, and then we're going to ask Minister Damien Turner, will he come back and introduce our speaker, our guest speaker on the Compass line this morning. Amen. All to Jesus. We surrender all.
1: your divine direction, your divine plan, and Heavenly Father, without further ado, I would like to announce her, um, my beautiful wife, Evangelist Darlene Tanner, here she is.
0: Amen, good morning, and I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I want to thank my husband for that awesome introduction. And I want to thank Pastor Clara Churchwell for the invitation to come and minister on God's House International Power Prayer Line. I consider it an honor and a privilege. And then, even more importantly, I thank God for opening up doors and giving me this opportunity. And I just want to say um, Merry Christmas Eve to everyone on the line. And we just thank God that tomorrow we'll be celebrating Christmas and, and we'll be celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm going to be ministering on, for unto us a child is born unto us, a son is given. Once again, for unto us a child is born Unto us a son is given. And we just thank God that our gift is the Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, it is in the joyous season of Christmas time that people everywhere are brought into remembrance of the greatest gift of all. The gift of God's only begotten son, Jesus Christ. And in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And God's gift to the world was a great gift of love and a gift of life. In John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God gave his son knowing that his son Jesus Christ would one day give himself For us all. Amen. God gave his son for us. He is our gift from God. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, The son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So it was such a marvelous, unspeakable gift, yet what makes this gift even more fantastic is that it was given unto us. Amen? And this precious gift was not reserved for a people that loved and honored God as he deserves to be loved and honored. No, unto us, such ungodly sinners, a child was born unto us, a people so utterly without merit. A son is given. We did not deserve it, but out of God's love, He gave this awesome gift of Jesus Christ. Amen? So, this is such a great reality, a cornerstone of truth. God did not give us His gift because we were good, we were everything but good. God gave us this gift because He is good. Amen? And that's what Christmas is all about. And we have to remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. And we got to keep Christ in Christmas. So Isaiah's prophet declared some 700 years prior to the birth of Jesus, he revealed great things about God's wonderful son. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 also says, and the government shall be on his shoulder. The government was upon his shoulders because Jesus Christ is the head of the church. And even as the head rests upon his shoulders, everything rests upon him. Colossians chapter 1 verse 18 says, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. So Jesus is the foundation of truth. In First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 11 it says, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So knowing Jesus Christ is the key to understanding all of God's wondrous works. Jesus is more than the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason for all creation. Amen? Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 9 says, And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. And this prophecy of Isaiah concerns the name of the Son of God. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 9. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. So his name is wonderful because the Lord Jesus Christ is wonderful in all his ways and in all his works. Amen? He is wonderful. He is wonderful. And I just thank God for, I thank God for Jesus Christ. In Isaiah chapter 40 verse 5, it says, Many, O Lord my God, are thy wondrous works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to us inward. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. So his name is wonderful because God given him a name that is above every name. Amen? His name is above cancer. His name is above every sickness, every disease. He has the greatest name. Amen? And every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, it says, Wherefore God has also highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth. And that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. So I always tell people you can bow now voluntarily or you can bow later. And I choose to bow voluntarily now. His name is wonderful because in his name God is magnified. Psalms 34 and 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. And that's what we're doing on the teleconference line on tonight. We are gathering in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we are magnifying the Lord, and we are exalting his name. We're not exalting my name. We're exalting the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, our precious gift. For unto us is born, unto us a son is given, and his name is Jesus. So it is by the Lord's counsel that he directs our path into the doing of his will. It is never expected of the sheep that they lead themselves. Sheep are led by the master's voice. Amen. John chapter 10 verse 27 says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me, and even as he leads us by his voice, his name shall be called Counselor. Psalms chapter 16 verse 7 says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night season. Psalms 73 and 24 says, Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive thee to glory. So Isaiah prophesied that his name shall become mighty God. The name Jesus means Jehovah, our Savior. So just like the name Emmanuel, his name makes known that God will dwell among his people. Emmanuel means God with us. Matthew chapter one verse twenty says twenty-three, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter one Verse 23 says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And the son, Jesus Christ, bears the name of the Father, who is the mighty God, our Savior. Psalms chapter 50 verse 1 says, The mighty God, even the Lord, has spoken, and called the earth from the rising of the sun, until the going down thereafter. Jude chapter 1, verse 25 says, To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. For as Jesus Christ said, no man has seen God at any time. In John chapter 1, verse 18, it says, no man has seen God at any time the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. So to see Jesus Christ is to see God. Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, it says, Who Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. So some acknowledge the existence of God, even reverence Him as the Creator. Others cringe their necks to see around or beyond Christ. But no one has ever seen God until he sees Jesus Christ. You can't even come to the Father except through Jesus. And one may only see God by looking unto Christ. Jude chapter 1 verse 21 says, Keep yourselves in the love of God looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So Jesus Christ is the Word made flesh. He is the personification of God, as in separation from God, as breath is from life. Let's turn to the book of John, chapter 1, verse 14. It says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And one will never know the God of grace and truth until he knows the Son, Jesus Christ, the literal embodiment of grace and truth. Hallelujah. John chapter 1, verse 17 says, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth Came by Jesus Christ. And this is a great mystery of godliness. Jesus Christ is God Almighty made manifest in the flesh. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in Him. In 1st Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 it says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was made manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, Seen of of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on into the world, and received up into glory. Colossians 2 and 9 says, For in him Jesus dwelleth all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Bodily. So this was a wonderful revelation that opened the eyes of God and Thomas. In John chapter 20 verse 28 it says, And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord, and my God. So when we walk in the love of Christ, we too can manifest the invisible God who dwells in us. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 12, it says, No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and His love is perfected in us. So Isaiah prophesied that the Son would be called the Everlasting Father, No man can be called a father until he has children. So Jesus Christ, the Son, came to make known by the Father. And no man can know the Father unless Jesus Christ reveals him. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 27, it says, All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomever the Son will reveal him. For no man can come unto the Father but by him. John chapter 4, verse 6, a very familiar verse of Scripture. Jesus said unto him, What? I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So once again, you can't even get to God, except through Jesus Christ. He is the continuation for our sins. And even as God is the God of peace and the author of peace, Isaiah prophesied that the Son of God will be called the Prince of Peace. The heavenly angels announced his birth with a proclamation of peace. Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14 says, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. So Jesus Christ came to bring peace between man and God. He is our prince of peace. Amen? He is wonderful. So, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14 says, For he is our peace, who has made both one, and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. So the peace that Jesus Christ gives us is not the peace of this world. Like the psalm says, this is a peace that the world never gave a peace, Cannot be taken away. Amen. And when you have the peace of God. It surpasses everything. Amen. So we need the peace of God. Jesus is our peace. In John chapter 14 verse 27 it says. Peace I leave you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. So we don't have to be afraid. Amen? We don't have to be afraid because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Therefore, in all seasons of the year, not just at Christmas, but 365 days a year, and in every circumstance, every condition, every situation, we can be a good cheer. John chapter 16, verse 33 says, these things have I spoken unto you, that in me, in me you, shall, you might have peace. And the key word is in me, in Jesus Christ, not in ourselves, but in Jesus Christ. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcame the world. God never promised that everything would be peaches and cream, but he said what? Lo, I am with you always, even until the ends of the earth, according to Matthew 28 and 20. So Isaiah concludes this portion of scripture with the glorious proclamation of the everlasting kingdom of his royal majesty. He is the king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords, the son of God, which is Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7, it says, Of the increase of his government and peace shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom. To order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Unto us is born, unto us a son is given. So we need to glorify the God in heaven and earth this season and always 365 days a year. For giving us such a gift. And His name is Jesus Christ. Psalms 20 verse, uh, Psalms 20 verse 5 says, We will rejoice in Thy salvation and in the name of Our God we will set up our banners. The Lord will fulfill all Thy petitions. So we thank God for this wonderful gift, this wonderful gift. Of Jesus Christ. For unto us a child is born. For unto us a son is given. He is our gift. And he loved us so much. That over 2,000 years ago. Jesus was sent to hang, bleed, and die on the cross. But on the third day. He rose with all power in his hand overcame sin and death. So just remember, even at this time, even uh, at this season, we need to always be grateful and we always need to thank God for our gifts. And many people ask, what is there to be merry about? With wars and terrorism, crime, at an all-time high, marriages breaking up, drugs? No wonder some people question Whether we should say Merry Christmas. Yet it was at such a time that our Lord Jesus Christ came into this world once again over 2,000 years ago. And it will be such a time that Jesus comes back to this earth. We're living in the last of the last days. And he shall return. And the angel on that first Christmas night, it says, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and that's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 11. For if we believe this, then it makes all the difference in the world for us. Life takes on a new dimension. So there's one particular passage of Scripture in the Old Testament to which I often turn, not only at this time of the year, which is Christmas, but also many times other than the Christmas season. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. The people who walk in darkness have not seen a, or have seen, let me repeat that. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land are the shadow of death. Upon them a light has shined. And that's Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. And scripture goes on to say once again, for unto us, is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Unto the throne of David, and over his kingdom. So in order to, uh, to order it, and establish it with judgment, and justice for there is time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts performed it. And that's Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7. So when these words were uttered by the prophet Isaiah, prophetic thunders were heard and the lightning of divine vengeance was seen as the clouds of judgment were gathering. And with the trump like voice, this great statement's prophet has declared with certainty the calamity which was soon to fall upon Judah as a judgment from God. And Judah's alliance with evil and her departure from God are forth predictions of dreadful disaster. Isaiah had proclaimed with prophecy the Assyrian invasion. And all around him were clouds of wrath and desolating darkness. But Isaiah saw, saw at the horizon a rift in the clouds and a clear light shining from heaven. He saw that while the people were walking in darkness, a light also shined upon them. He looked through the next 800 years of time and talked about garments rolled in blood. And that's found in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5. Then he declared once again, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And there's not a shadow of doubt in our minds as to whom Isaiah refers to. In the words, a child is born, a son is given. He is none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. And the invasions that Isaiah predicted did take place. But God promised that someday the king will come and set up his kingdom. The promise given was that God's covenant with David will stand and that someday a king will sit upon that throne. And centuries later, Jesus asked the religious leaders this question. What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? And they said unto him, The son of David. And that's found in Matthew chapter 22, verse 42. So Jesus responded, How does how did David in the spirit of him, Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, so I make your enemy your footstool. So if David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? Jesus was quoting from Psalms 110 verse 1. And the religious leaders were baffled. They were bewildered and completely silent. They were not able to answer him a word as it says in Matthew chapter 22, verse 46. There was a conspiracy to entangle Jesus in this question, but his accusers were frustrated, as they had been many times before. And what is the answer to this riddle is that the religious leaders could not answer. The child born establishes the fact of Christ's humanity. The son given establishes the fact of his deity. Jesus is the God-man, amen? And the child born and the child given is called wonderful. Why? Because he's wonderful. We must never lose sight of the fact that as a child he was born and that as a son he was given. He is a child born with reverence to his human nature. And him being born by the Virgin Mary. But he is also a son given with reference to his divine nature, and him being born God's son. And the government is placed on his shoulders of the infinite man, not a finite man. We see, therefore, in the child born an infant. But he, also, he is also is the son given. So we see in the manger of Bethlehem an infinite an infant. So the Bible says, Jesus Christ, who being in the form of God, did not consider a robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a servant, and coming in the likeness of man. According to Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 7. So Jesus was humble. The two uses of the word translated as form in these verses re uh referred to the pre incarnate and the incarnate existing existence of our Lord Jesus Christ. The word form connotes reality. So for Christ to be equal with God was not a thing to be grasped. We do not have here an independent God of rival power and glory, but the Christ of God who is who is a truly and fully divine as the Father is. So here in the New Testament, time apart in the Old Testament revelation of the Messiah, this is the child born and the son given. But in Philippians 2 and 7, it says what? But he made himself of no reputation. And the personal prodial himself is empathetic, bringing, bringing before us the voluntary aspect of God or Jesus' condensation. He took not upon himself the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. And that's found in Hebrew uh uh Hebrews chapter two verse sixteen. So Jesus swept through the realm of angels to lay hold on the nature of man. He did not empty himself of his deity as some people have suggested. He is divine. But he left the realm of glory and condescended to the earth for our salvation. He entered himself of the outward manifestation of the glory of his de- deity. So there is no doubt that he was Christ born. But with equal certainty, we need to declare that he was the Son of Amen? So we're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. So when he was here in the flesh... All the poorness of the Godhead continued to dwell in him bodily. So the Bible teaches that he became poor. And that's found in Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Jesus shared in our hunger our thirst, our weariness, our pain. And in this way, he gave evidence to the reality of his manhood. The Bible also teaches that he was crucified in weakness. And that's found in Second Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse four. But we must not think that this weakness implies any incapacity, such as ours, when we are unable to withstand the onset of death. Our weakness is the condition of our friends. But Christ was the weakness of a voluntarily accepted capacity for our suffering. He took our place. He was our substitute. He voluntarily, he laid down his life. He voluntarily took on his weakness. And was so in when he became, or when he came to that manger in Bethlehem. Unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. He was not born according to the laws and the processes of natural generations like we are. The nature of his birth was supernatural. The child born was born of a virgin. In Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 it says, The virgin shall conceive and shall bear a son, and his name is Emmanuel. And because he is God-man, He was able to bear our sins on the cross. And God raised him from the dead on that third day. And it was an indication that he accepted Christ's atoning work on the cross. And I thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. He was the only one in the entire universe qualified to bear our sins. And the key word, he did it involuntarily. He laid down his life. How much more should we give ourselves? unto God. So therefore, at this Christmas season, with our trust and faith in Jesus Christ, we hear the angel saying in Luke chapter 2, verse 10, do not be afraid. The psalmist said, the Lord is on our side. I will not fear what man can do unto me, according to Psalms 118 and 6. So this is the Christmas message to you today. You too can appropriate the words to believers, words that are used all the way through the Scripture. Isaiah 43, verse 5. Fear not, for I am with you. I'm going to repeat that again. Fear not, for I am with you. That's what God is saying. Fear not, for I am with you. A child was born and a son was given for our salvation. And we have complete assurance that Jesus Christ is not only the son of man, but he is also, uh, that he is also the son of God. And God has accepted what Jesus did on the cross. And in the resurrection for our salvation. So we need to trust in him And him alone for our forgiveness and for our entire salvation and eternal life. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Once again, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a very happy New Year. For unto us is born, unto us a son is given. And his name is Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. Amen, amen. We want to thank Evangelist Johnny Turner for that powerful word. I love what the Lord emphasized through Evangelist Turner. Fear not, for he is with us. Amen. We thank God for that word on today. At this time, Evangelist Hannah, we're going to ask you, it might be somebody on this line who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. It might be somebody on this line who's in a backslid situation. Amen. But we know that God is mad to the backslide. It might be somebody on this line that needs to rededicate their life unto the Lord. Amen. And we're going to ask you, the doors to, to the church this morning, amen, only uh, this line, if you would at this time, please. Amen. Well, today is the day of salvation, and tomorrow is not promised, and God has such a simple plan of salvation, so I'm going to ask everyone on the line the most important question of your life. And your joy or sorrow for all eternity depends upon your answer. And the question is, are you saved? And it is not a question of how good you are or if you're a church member, but I want to ask, are you saved? Are you sure where you will go when you die? Are you sure that you will go to heaven when you die? God says, in order to go to heaven, you must be born again. And John chapter 3, verse 7, it says, Jesus said unto Nicodemus, ye must be born again. So in the Bible, uh, God gives us a plan on how to be born again, which means to be saved. And as I said, his plan is so simple. You can be saved today. How? First, you must realize that you are saved. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And because you are a sinner, you are condemned to death. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death. And this includes eternal separation from God in hell. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 says, It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. But God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son to bear our sins to die in our place. He has made himself, Jesus who knew no sin, to be sin for us. That we may be made righteousness of God in him, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. So Jesus had to shed his blood and die. Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood. Without shedding of the blood, there is no remission of sin. Romans chapter 5, verse 8 says that God commended his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So he died in our place. He was our substitute. Acts chapter 17, verse uh, 30 says God commended all men everywhere to repent. And repentance means change your mind and a briefest life. In Acts chapter sixteen, verse thirty and thirty-one, the Philippian jailer asked Paul and Silas, "Sir, what must I do to be saved?" He said, "Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved." And you may ask, "Well, how do I receive this salvation?" Romans ten nine and ten says, "If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved." So with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So the whole thing you have to do is believe that Jesus died on the cross and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Romans 10, uh, verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the Lord shall be saved. So if you're at the sound of my voice, we want to extend to you this free gift of salvation. It cannot be obtained by any other means. You can't work your way to heaven. You can't buy your way to heaven. Nothing you can do on your own by any way of need will get you into heaven. We must receive him by grace, through faith. So we want to give you that opportunity. You can unmute your phone. And receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And as Pastor Churchwell said, he is married to the backslider. So if you knew or you had a relationship with God at one time, and you strayed away for whatever reason, it's never too late to come back to God as long as you have breath in your body. Because he is married to the backslider. So we want to give you that opportunity to receive him as your Lord and Savior. This is your opportunity. You can feel free to unmute your phone, and we will be honored to pray with you this morning. What better gift is to give your life, just like God gave Jesus for us? Nobody at all. God be the glory. Amen, Evangelist, angels and eternal. Just in case somebody was on the line, Evangelist, starting and in their own solid way, or rededicated, or gave their life to the Lord, I would love for you at this time to pray at this time. Amen. Yes, Lord. So just repeat this prayer, Lord Jesus. I know I am a sinner and have displeased you anyway. I believe that you died for my sin and only through faith in your death and resurrection can I be forgiven. I want to turn from my sins and ask you to come into my life as my Lord and Savior. From this day on, I will follow you by living a life that pleases you. And I want to thank you For saving me. I believe that Jesus was my substitute when he died on the cross. I believe his shed blood, death, burial, and resurrection were for me. And I now receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I want to thank you for the forgiveness of my sins, the gift of salvation, and everlasting life because of your merciful grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you pray that simple prayer, then you are saved. Amen. We want to thank you, Evangelist Darling Turner, Minister Dalian, for assisting us this morning. We want to thank God for you this morning for stepping up to be used by God and saying a quick yes and didn't hesitate to come last and to stand. On behalf and to be used by God, we bless you, and we speak the blessings of Abraham into you and around each and every one on this line today. Amen. I do want to make one announcement. I will be coming on. I will post it on Facebook because God has uh given me the vision for 2018. Uh, for God to accomplish life in the things that He's telling us to do, He. He gave it to me over a month ago, but he has not allowed me to share it until now. You know, so I'll be coming on before that because I can to be in the house of the Lord for myself on, on my face before the Lord. Amen. As the New Year's coming, but he gave us a New Year's Amen. of man. So I thank God for that. I will tell you this. A part of that vision will be... Uh, once a month we'll be meeting in designated places as the Lord has led us. Uh, for all night intercessory prayer, uh, it will be going on in, uh, it's a he has continually told us to stand in the gap and gather others who are willing to sacrifice to pray for our nation and to pray for our leaders within the body of Christ. That is one of our assignments, is, uh, and God has his watchmen on the wall and intercessors to stand in the gap on behalf of our fellow co labels in the gospel, in our nation, and around the world. So we thank God for the assignment that he has place up on us we will give you that information, uh coaching time seeking a place, but most of them have already been in contact. I will let you know that. Um, with some places for January, uh for the all night uh prayer gathering. But they said they were resumed to be open, you know, after the holidays. So keep us in prayer with that. That is our main focus uh within the body of Christ and intercessors of the Almighty Um, it don't take a whole lot where two or three are gathered in his name. And um, their obedience, it can change a nation. Hallelujah. And we will continually stay on the scripture and intercessors that the Lord has given us. And that is that scripture, Second Chronicles 7 and If my people will call by my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. I love it. I purpose that our God was here from heaven and he was heal our land. Amen. So that's what our intercessory, uh, prayer meetings will be concerning all and they will be all night uh prayer meetings. That is one of the things that God has called us to do and support finances in. I will ask you once again because God has not lifted that for me and I love the message that the badished darling Hannah. on darling Turner gave us this morning unto us the child and give on this uh Christmas uh remember I asked each and every one because uh to give, I know people have been out Christmas shopping for their family, but I am telling you God will move. I'm not one who ready to cramp or cry to try to fix. You're going to become a millionaire overnight if you sow this seed or do that. No, I am asking each and every one. God has given us the best gift that we have gathered on tomorrow to give gifts to our loved ones. But as you enter into your designated churches on this Sunday morning, amen. I don't care. It might be like I should we dedicate your life unto the Lord. But take a gift and lay it. It's not given it to a man. It's giving it uh, to God for the upbuilding uh, of his Amen. A lot mm-hmm. of us say, all uh, churches are not out there to get your money. Amen. Because your money that you have does not belong to you. It belongs to God. Amen. He mm-hmm. allowed us to have jobs and woke us up and gave us justification to have jobs. So I ask you that I pray with you to give uh, to the Lord. Hallelujah. And oh, this time. Uh, Sunday morning, because he has given us the best gift that we could ever have. That was Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So, give unto him. I don't care. It's not about the amount that you give. Be led. Hallelujah. It can be a lot. It can be a little Cause The winner's mind can prove that to us because our God that we serve, he is a God of multiplication. Amen. But I advise you, there's nothing that you can, you cannot outbeat God giving for He given us who have accepted him uh, our eternal life. So give unto the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, when you enter the church uh, doors on today. Uh, make sure I don't know I'm working, but you better believe that Pastor Church for Ourself. We will be giving unto uh, the Lord when I can to the church. It might be a New years, but I have set a gift aside, not for, uh, 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 for, you know, for sure, but to give it to my Lord and Savior because I have come to realize Without Him, I would have nothing It's only because of Him that He allows us to have anything. And like you said, Evangelist Hannah, it's because of His grace and mercy we cannot buy it. but we need to give back unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And the best gift that we can give unto the Lord, like you said, is to give our life away to Him, that He may use us for His glory. But give a monetary gift unto the Lord as you enter the churches today. Amen. We bless you. We bless Thank you for jumping by to be with us. We thank you once again Evangelist, uh Darlene Turner and uh, uh, Minister Turner for taking out of your time to come on this line and bless us. We thank each and every one of you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for us, me, Jerina, and my family, amen. Here we bless you in the name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. We pray that each and every one of you as you depart us. Uh, to go to your designated churches, amen, that you will go with a spirit of expectation to hear from God and to worship God on today just for the perfect gift that he is giving us. Lay all the other agenda aside. Go in, focus on the Lord this morning to worship him on today, amen. Like I said, we thank you for your time. I want to say it because I might not get to say it, I want to thank each and every one of you who have been to come on this line in 2017 to be a blessing to God's house to be used of God. We want to thank um the uh, Apostle Dr. Deborah Allen. I have to give that because she has uh birthed many prayer lives. She gave us instructions concerning our own prayer life, and we are staying true to those instructions. Amen. And, and she has led many of us. So I ask God to bless her in a mighty mighty way. Amen. And I thank God for her. I want to thank God for all of our spiritual leaders within the body of Christ who have so different into our lives more than any money could ever buy the word of God with wisdom and knowledge. We salute them in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. With that being said, we're going to ask our speaker of the hour, will she come back in her own way and dismiss us, please? Amen. Once again, I want to thank you, Pastor Clara Churchwell, for inviting me to minister the Word of God. We want, of course, everyone to tune in to God's house once again on next Sunday, 7 a.m. Central and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, my handsome husband, Minister Damien Turner, will be uh, sharing with you the Word of God next week, so you don't want to miss it. Uh, so I just thank uh, God for His many blessings, His uh, new mercy. So just remember uh, that Jesus is the reason for the season, and it's not only at this time, but uh, it's 365 days a year, and everything uh, we need to give thanks. So I want to thank God for... Everyone on the line and Father God, we just come to you in the name of Jesus, thanking you for the word of God on today. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. So we thank you, Father, for our precious gift, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for Jesus for coming voluntarily, for laying down your life to be our Now we give ourselves, we rededicate ourselves to you, as Pastor Clara Churchwell said, to be used for your glory, that souls will come to you, that uh, bodies will be healed, salvation will take place, deliver us. So here we, Lord, send us, Father God. And we ask that you would seal this word on today, because we know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, according to John 10 and 10. So the minute we get off the phone, he goes to try to steal the word that has been part in party for us. So he bind your hand and foot. We can't you have a reservation, you have a plan, you have the assignment that you have set out for God's house, international power, prayer line, and the word that was uh, given. You have given us power and authority over the devil, Father. So I bind him right now. In the name of Jesus, and I cast them into outer darkness, and we ask that you would allow us to hide that word in our hearts so that we will not sin against you. And, Father God, allow us to remember this word, Father God, and to make application of the word. So now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of this glory, with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. And I pray that the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put his name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And once again, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and we love you. We love you, Vandalist Darlene Turner, and thank you for announcing the Minister Damien for Turner. As I said, thank you for having my back, sister. God bless you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Conference recording has stopped.